Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We here at Directionally Challenged support the Black Lives Matter movement. Starting next week, we have some great talks and discussions coming up regarding that and more. We wanted to let you know that today's episode was pre recorded. Thank you for listening. We love and appreciate you. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we thought we would have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. <laughs> but surprise, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. But that's okay. <laughs> it is okay because you know what? The more I live, the more I realize no one really has it figured out, and we're all in this together. Yes, just like High School Musical says, we are all in this together. We are still currently social distancing. Um, We both live in California and Los Angeles. So there are still social distancing uh, rules in place here that both Kayla and myself are following Um, separately in our own homes. We're just looking at each other on our Zoom call. Kayla, how are you today? Good. I'm just wishing, you know, we would have been wiser and just quarantined together, you know, and decided like, hey, we're all in this. Let's just do it for months and months together. 
Although I don't know. Would you think we would have survived that scenario? I think we would have. No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate your honesty. I'm like, where? I mean, we've all been on tons of trips together, our whole Mm -hmm. friend group. And we do great in like an Airbnb for, you know, three nights, four days. We rock that. But by the fifth day, it is someone, everybody needs their own personal space. Like no bathroom is big enough. No, like no Wi-Fi is strong enough. It's It's really true. It's a lot. It's really true. And, you know, I'm beginning to feel that way about my quarantine as well. You know, it's one of those things where like you love someone so much, but it doesn't matter how much time you spend with them. I was eating salad last night for dinner and Tanner looked at me and said I was eating my salad too loudly. And I just realized like, oh, God, we're every meme on the Internet right now. (laughs) And it's so true. Are you finding comfort in silences? Like, have you gotten to that point yet? Yeah, I feel like I go sit outside for a minute and hear just the birds chirping and it's everything to me because, you know, it's one of those things where like our house is really loud and noisy day to day. So, of course. uh, Oh, did you mean silence between Tanner and I? I did, but you know what? The oh. birds are lovely too. <laughs> what, what, um, whichever relationship you're the one with you, you have mean, with the birds or your husband, <laughs> you know. Oh man. Um, I mean, yeah, but we we were really comfortable in silence beforehand too. We were honestly that couple that could eat in silence um at a restaurant and be fine. So we've we've always been kind of comfortable in that. So that hasn't changed at all. Um, how about you guys? How are you doing over there at the King household? We're good. I um, am very impressed with like the kids. I think that they're handling this and continuing to handle it much better than the adults. Um, Mm. You know, I am proud that Joe has found new things to interest himself in. Like he bought a fly fishing rod and is putting it together. You know, he's looking at moon charts and studying his family history. I think these are all very beautiful things. Um, (laughs) Yes. And I'm kind of navigating my own way through it. It, it's, it comes in waves. I feel like there'll be a week where it's comfortable in the sense that this feels like some sort of new normal, um, because we are taking this really seriously in our household. There's five of us here, you know, we're responsible for each other's health as well. So we haven't left, you know, a whole lot. We've tried to really be specific in the way that we do leave the house. Um, And then there will be a week where I just find it really hard. You know, I was I'm so happy that the hiking trails are open again. And because I I like to hike and be outside. And so I went for a hike and it was nice. But on the way there, I just cried thinking like this is I haven't cried. I had not cried in a few weeks. And I just realized how much I needed to just let out a lot of this pent up emotion of just what is this world that we're in right now? And what is it going to look like on the other side of this? And how long is it going to take to get there? And even something beautiful, like going on a simple hike and I had my mask and I, I was prepared. And, you know, by the time I get down to the bottom of the hike, there are people arguing because someone wasn't wearing a mask and running and other people were, and they're all yelling at each other and everyone's upset. And it's hard. 
it was that realization that just, you know, you can't kind of escape the reality that we're in right now. And that's okay. I think you don't need to, we shouldn't escape it. You have to face it. Um, but there will be days that are easier to tolerate and accept, easier to accept. Um, I think the word accept is much better to use than, um, than kind of just ignoring it and saying like, oh, it's fine, whatever, it'll be great. Um, so that's kind of the week that that I've had. I'm a little mm. bit more on the lower end of the experience this week. Yeah. And that's so honest. I think that's so important too, to just be honest with ourselves and to, you know, honest with each other. Because if we we are all in this together and we're all doing our best and some weeks and days will be different for each individual. And, um, you know, depending on where you live globally, your life is so different as well. So it's just a day by day, hour by hour process. And we're all doing it. And, you know, that's why we still do this podcast, because we're really excited to continue to grow and learn any way possible. And today we have a great episode with Lauren Handel Zander. She is a celebrity life coach, public speaker, and co-founder of Handel Group, an executive life coaching company based in New York City. You guys, you have seen her. She's been featured in the New York Times, Forbes, Self, Women's Health, Vogue, Marie Claire, Elle, a million different things. She is also the author of Maybe It's You, Cut the Crap, Face Your Fears, Love Your Life. So we are going to sit down with Lauren, who is a life coach, and she is going to help us figure out how to handle our lives right now during this pandemic. So here's our conversation with Lauren. And we are back with Lauren Zander. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? How are you today? You are um, a like CEO, businesswoman, mom. We're all in this quarantine still together. How are you today? Let's just start off right there. The weirdest part that I don't know if anybody will be like happy for me and it's almost embarrassing is um, you're like, what's changed in your life since quarantine? And I get to say nothing. I don't go to spin class anymore. And my nails look like shit. And that's about it. Like I worked on zoom for the last four years. Like I've been on zoom doing all my work. I run my company without offices. My 70 employees work from home. Nothing's changed. Have you found that people still are coming and wanting business right now? Like they're, they're coming on and taking your classes and needing that right now? More than ever. We're booming. We're actually booming because people are miserable at home. Like if you're not happy at home, for real, you just got an extra, if you're still working or half working or whatever you're doing, you're, you're stuck with your real life and only the essentials and only things you care about. And then figuring out how to pivot. Right. And so that's what I'm like begging people to pivot out of their unhappiness. Right. And now this pandemic has, you know, created a nice rush to maybe it's time I face myself and get a life I'm really much happier. In. What do you mean by pivot? Let's break it down because I'm not sure I get pivot. Sorry. P pivot means you're a waitress and now you have you, you need to pivot on what you're going to do for the next eight months right? You have no idea when you're really back and whatever you're back to isn't the kind of money you're used to and you still need to deal. And so either you're going to figure something out and pivot your life for a bit 
and figure out you can, or you're gonna have another cocktail, you know, watch more episodes and of hope the vampire diaries. Exactly. <laughs> Before we started this conversation, Lauren came on and was <laughs> so cute and was a little starstruck and was like, I, I watched the originals, I watched the vampire diaries. My kids know I'm on the phone with you guys. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel really I feel cute. I feel cool. I feel cool. <laughs> you are cool. <laughs> we, feel, we feel very cool talking to you. Um, it's well, very, yeah. it, um, it's nice to hear actually that for you that you've experienced things that are similar to what your life looks like before this. Because um, mm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people that we've talked to and ourselves talking with each other, they, we've had a lot of changes in our lives with whether mm. it's you know, having to negotiate with our partners, like how we're going to manage a home all under the same roof where no one's really leaving and, you know, homeschooling kids and what our jobs and our life is going to work out, look Mm -hmm. like after this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so funny, Kayla and I were talking before we sat down with you, how different our conversation with you would have looked like in January compared to now. It's just night and day. Um, especially with one thing you talk about a lot um, with your method, you talk about our inner dialogue Mm. and just how important that is. And that's kind of like one of your most important kind of like first Mm -hmm. steps, I think, when you Mm. start breaking down how someone can change their life. And I know from my experience, my inner dialogue looked way different in January than it does now. In January, it was, you know, something, things like, oh, that person's life on Instagram just looks so much more, like, more perfect than mine, and or I feel socially awkward, or I'm just not trying hard enough in this area of my life. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, through quarantine and the realities of COVID, that inner dialogue has shifted so much. Uh, for the clients that are still coming to you during mm-hmm. this time, mm-hmm. what have you seen through their inner dialogue shifting? What has been the most drastic shift you've noticed? Uh, so I've done a lot of coaching on parenting, on co-parenting, on vices, like getting kicked up versus being productive or feeling good about yourself, right? Um, marriages, right? Where you usually <laughs> like relationships, you never had this much time together and you never had to deal with that many opinions of each other's opinion <laughs> because you were never in the same house that much, yeah. right? So, so there's a lot more, there's a lot more there, there that wasn't there before that no one was really signing up for. No, one, yeah, no. And if they could go back today, even though they can't unlearn what they saw, you know, rather, you know, so coming to me is really starting to fix it all. Right. And then they didn't have to because everyone was so busy and so important and everything was so important. Right. And then that's all, a lot of that's gone. Like there's like everything changed. Right. And so all my people are now focusing on their marriages, on their kit. Like things have slowed down long enough so everyone can take what is really serious to them seriously. Have you always wanted to apply that? Is that something you've really actively thought about applying to your work where you've in the past maybe asked people to slow down and start thinking what's important to you starting at that core, that center Mm -hmm. core of like 
your marriage or just your personal relationships mm-hmm. and your family dynamic? Or has this kind of shed a new light for you as well as the fact that people have completely kind of mm-hmm. t- flipped the conversation and it's not these like big lofty goals right at this minute. It's, you know, these kind of core values that often, especially like, I know this is like a global thing, but in the U.S., we're very known for just like work, 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 work. While like many other, especially like just going to Europe, it's very normal for people to take months mm. off to be with their family and their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that kind of flipped? I, I would you, say or? that the way I've been talking about it, so people don't get all extra wonky, like so I like to dumb it down and then go deep. Um, so my line has been that everyone got like everyone's been living so much in their head. Like I gotta do 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 make 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 like like get ahead get ahead like achievement. So I always pay attention to there's three voices that are constantly yammering at you. Different. I manage lots of different voices for you to start to identify. But there's you have a head, you have a heart, and you have a hoo ha, right? And they and and they're always negotiating for dominance right? They're just always negotiating for dominance. And whether you know yourself or not, whether you've ever looked at yourself from where do you hang, right? The, the head just got seriously fucked with, right? And everyone dropped into their hearts, right? You, 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 can't, avo- you can't avoid your, your emotional experience of yourself, your partners, what matters to you. Like it all got dropped down. And never mind the entire world just got in the same conversation about, are we okay? What's happening? Like the whole thing just got global. One problem, everyone's in the same basic gist and it's all in the heart. So heads are in a lot of trouble right now. And is in the heart where we should constantly strive to be? What about who? I I personally, (laughs) here's what I, here's how I shift the paradigm a bit. I go, oh, humans got it wrong. We think that the math is out of 100%. Like they're fighting over dominance and the head, the heart, and the hoo-ha like seemingly only get 33 each versus it really should be out of 300%. Your head should get what it wants, your heart should get everything it wants, and your hoo-ha should get everything it wants. Now, you're not going to get three tens, you're going to get an 8.5, an 8.2, and an 8.7, right? And then when you're not talking about sex, hoo-ha is the cool factor, right? You're proud of yourself. You think that's sexy. You like that, right? So when it's your job, you're proud of your title. You're like, I'm cool because I'm working in the music industry. I love that shit, right? So but we always do very bad math. And then we end up, and then the head usually wins. Or some in love, many people's hoo-ha wins, and that's really dumb. Like, everyone's learning very bad lessons from what I call bad math. So how do we learn the right lessons and apply those to our everyday so that we can be in a little bit more balance between the three? So in my mind, the main thing you should, so you, depending on, so I break life out into 12 different areas. And I want a dream for each area. And the reason I make a human dream in each area is because so many people put all their marbles in two areas, right? You're going to measure yourself by your career and you're going to measure yourself by your love life and your body's next, right? 
and then and then other things just like oh your family's a bit of a mess and your friendships are a bit of a mess and your what community right so it matters deeply to me that i make people like look at their whole life and dream and then really start to ask yourself if your head could have everything it wanted in that area what would it do your heart your hoo-ha like what all of those, right? You know, so your hoo-ha might be like, let's try, like your hoo-ha is risky, right? It'll try ayahuasca in, in spirituality, <laughs> right? I haven't, right? But but nonetheless, there's really thinking that we never do because we don't ask ourselves the, these expansive questions that demand us to answer from our head, from our heart, from our hoo-ha, what matters most to us and really start to design our lives which is why you have to take over the inner dialogue because that inner dialogue is booked right now and you don't even know what it's booked to except for however much you can tell me right now what do you think your life is about? What do you live for? And you're like, that's a great question. I'm like, let's sit down and answer it, shall we? Right? And so I really force a person to do all this homework which is really to get to know themselves in ways they just don't. Yeah, because we don't really like to sit down and, and I mean, even, you know, I've kept up therapy throughout this whole time because I just mm. found a therapist like a week before um, being That's quarantined. Convenient. So I was just like, <laughs> okay, this is a very easy time to bail, but I won't. And um, so I sit in my car with my therapist every week. Um, and it, and it, there is one element of just obviously like talking, talking things out it seems like you're a big proponent of writing things down as well. Or are you, or as far, or is it more just like identifying these goals and dreams? I'm I think I'm most famous for making people have what I call personal integrity. I care way more about, so people can keep promises to everyone else, but people suck at keeping promises to themselves or promises to yourself you wish you would be able to keep. Right. Like, right. You wish you would take that risk. You wish you would ask for what you want. Like the, the amount of being true to yourself that happens by needing to keep a promise to yourself that you don't want to keep. You're scared. Right. That's where I pick up. I get you to dream so that when I finally make you take all the right actions, which are scary <laughs> for a human, um, I'm really holding people accountable to taking the actions that match fantastic dreams and then you have to take over your inner dialogue so you do get out of bed and meditate and then I even teach you how to keep promises to yourself is there a client that you've worked I know obviously you it's inappropriate to share like a client's name or any personal details but I have is there some an example? people I'm allowed okay <laughs> is there someone that really sticks out to you or an experience that sticks out to you where um that really left an impact on you where you watched them go through this process that just kind of breaks it down in a simple way for our listeners of just, you know, this is the goal that they wanted to achieve. And these were the, this was the inner dialogue they were having with themselves. And this is the things that they were not holding themselves accountable to just like an example of that a little bit. I think you said something about meditating or. So my favorite example of how crazy my work can be for a person, but change their life radically. Like one of my, so there's a, a woman who's a very successful doctor, right? And she worked with me 
to resolve a lot of issues, but really build her career, blah, 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 all great, we're doing that. Um, and then she had a terrible relationship with her mother and was married and absolutely no children, <clears throat> right? And I was like, you know, you're going to have to watch out because if we really resolve everything with your mother, sometimes it really opens up wanting kids, right? I'm just warning you. I'm warning label, right? Which is really true that happens, right? So, so she, we fixed everything with her mom, her business, everything's great. And she gets, honestly, like two years in, she gets knocked up and freaks out. She wants the baby husband who was a little lukewarm about she wasn't that happy there but it wasn't she was really a career builder and so she was pretty good he was like a dead no got it like dead no and so now imagine this woman it calls me like i don't want his baby but i want a baby but i don't know what i'm doing with him i don't think i could ever forgive him like what do i do you mean that call and I was like, you have, you, listen, either you're not having a baby and you're staying with that man or we're going for it and we don't give a flying fuck. And we're going to get, we're going to make this work. We're going to leave him beautifully. We're going to, and we're going to find love. You're 38 years old. We still have time. And we're going to, we're going to rock, right? You, right? You defied everything. Okay. Ready for how cool this gets? So she has the most beautiful, cleanest divorce. They didn't have kids. It was very clean, all good, right? Like, and they didn't get divorced yet. They just filed, like they just handled it in a month, okay? She's now with me and she's like, what do I do now? And I'm like, okay, you're going to start just telling people you're single again. Like you're just going to say the words, right? You're out and you're even going to practice telling people you want to find mad love and you want to have a family, you want a baby, right? Got it, everybody? On her first announcement, she coaches, she's a real heavy hitter. She coaches Marines on their like Navy SEALs or whatever the hell they are. I'm getting it wrong. I'm, I'm sure I'm in trouble if she ever watches this. Sorry. Um, she announces it, but she's been running this class for years with this group of guys. And she gets off the, like announces it at the end, off the call, gets a text that this man has been in love with her, like epic man has been in love. Like, I don't, I can't even wait. Can I, I'll, I'll fly there today. You mean her and her husband and their baby that they're trying to get pregnant on their next one? Like that. And that happened in six months of impossible. Like I help people defy fear. Right? And is fear, and, and, is, is fear what's yeah. usually holding most people back? You find in, in, is that like kind of a commonality in most of your clients? If you want to sum it all, like if you, like my, like the biggest ways to sum it all up would be fear or love. Like you're either following love or fear's screwing you. And you're either in the middle of being dark or light. And they're both right there for you. Like pick up the phone and say what you really mean or bullshit, right? Like every single second, light or dark, fear or being true to yourself. It's a verb. <laughs> it's not a noun. 
Okay, can I ask you, so I read, when I was reading um, your book, you discussed so much about everyone telling all the little white lies, and I related to Mm. this so much because that's something I do constantly. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're you're late, you blame traffic and that kind of thing, even though it wasn't traffic, you just took longer in the shower or whatever it is. Um, How can I stop doing this? Because this is something I genuinely do in my life that's not necessarily it doesn't make or break anything. And it's something that's small that seems like I can change it. Um, but I don't know why I over-exaggerate stories. Sometimes I under-exaggerate things and it's these tiny little white lies. Um, why am I doing that? Uh, makes a story more fun. Okay. Makes, right? Like you, you think it, like it's like seasoning, right? But, but every time you need to season something or make someone feel better that you, you care that you're late and you didn't want to be late, right? Like if you didn't come in dramatic, then maybe they would think you were a cold fuck, right? Like, so, uh-huh. like, you're not, right, or selfish. So it's all acts of not occurring a particular way to someone else. So it's caring or, about what other people think a little bit definite, too much. It's definitely for them. Okay. All of, all your lies, most lies are to keep other people and then fill in the blank. Away from you, not knowing something, not asking something, not feeling something, not seeing something. It's all to self-preservation of some kind. Okay. And, okay. and in the name of keep you happy. So that's like the deeper part. But if you really want to stop it, you would have some, you would have a buddy, right? Who you wouldn't go after, like if you were really ballsy, you would go after, like you'd pay anyone you exaggerated lied or anything to. For if you just for one month paid that person a buck, oh my God, I'm working on not exaggerating even a little. Here's a dollar. I exaggerated a little. It really wasn't the best restaurant. It was good. You should try it. But best crazy, right? He, like you, if you did that, it would work. Or if you took a buddy and, and they would really ask you every day, how many lies did you catch? Six, right? And you just had to report on it. You would naturally cut it the hell out. Like we don't want to idiots and then you have to really kind of oh you're right it smells but if no one can smell it except you you'll hide it that's great I love that I actually talked to my husband about this before our interview and I was like I want you to hold me accountable for it so maybe I'll do the the dollar thing and then you know it's I guess it just goes from my account to his so it's fine (laughs) it's 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 just the act of awareness and and what I really say is that we really need to develop a vo- our higher selves. And our higher selves is a, is a true voice that could always tell you what to do, always tell you how to fix it. Like it's just right there and it's muzzled. And so when you set up a structure with your man watching you or your mine, I love using my kids, right? They're like <laughs> out for money and out to catch me. And they don't know they're learning not to lie while they're catching me. Right. It's got like all my, it gives me all my happiness, right? Like it's working. Right. So you, awareness is the main key for a human. And if you're willing to embarrass yourself that you're not perfect, that's the beginning of your higher self having a sense of humor that humans are jerks. It's okay. Yeah, no, that's great. I love that. Just like allow myself to have a sense of humor about it too, because I think that do if if you do that in any sort of like work to helping yourself, if you have a sense of humor about it, it does make it more fun and make it more a little bit more of a game instead of you know such a serious thing. Yes, and according to science, 
according to science and studies they've done, um, humans, every human, like the average is 11 lies a day. Oh God. Even <laughs> pigeons, they even did, it's a lot. And even pigeons lie. They like pigeons will lie. Like they, it's, it's like born in like a good idea. Like, like the bird pigeons, the pigeon, like they, um, they showed, they gave pigeons, right? Like I, I'm going to bastardize this, but they, they gave like food. They gave food to a pigeon when the, when the light turned green, right? Like when it green, yeah, they did. and then when it was yellow, they didn't get it. And when they were red, it didn't get it. And then they eventually started to ask the pigeon what color the light was. And they would, and he would get right. And then he figured out he only gets the food if he says it's green. And he started lying. I love it. I'm going to have to look this up because you're going to love this. My husband and I call each other. We're each other's pigeon. It's like our romantic nod to each other. I'm going to be like, God damn it. Husband, we got to really work on this. Yes, Um, I'm I'm advancing your pigeon thinking. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. 
I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. back in one element of what we're all experiencing now um obviously a number of people who are social distancing i think a lot of people who are social distancing and should be social distancing um are just away from their friends they're away from their family and their loved ones Mm -hmm. and i don't know about your experience but i've definitely found it to be difficult to navigate even just talking about you know the realities of when we're all going to see each other. I've got some family who feels it's totally fine to, you Mm. know, be together and that we all just need to kind of be more trusting and, and some family that's not. And it's just kind of an interesting conversation, especially of Mm. like little white lies we tell ourselves Mm. and the little white lies we might tell others. Um, Have you had a lot of um, couples or clients you know, even just taking on those kinds of considerations where it's not just like, I'm sorry, I was late. You know, there was traffic. It's, hey, I really haven't seen anyone or, hey, I'm totally on the same page as you during this global pandemic. It's just a new way of kind of relating to friends and family and and arguing about things that I don't think we've had to navigate or argue about in our generation. It's At true. Least, That's so yeah. true. That's so true, Candace. Yeah, no, I mean, like, because everyone has what they think of what's happening right now and where they feel they're being safe or people aren't being as safe as they're being. And it's all true, right? So uh, it's really, you know, so I've had a client call because her daughter's 18 and does not feel scared. And, right, and so she's being, you know, suffocated, right, and benched and in trouble. Right. And she didn't get her good senior year and college is a little like what? Right. She's getting screwed. Right. And so the mother is calling me like, what do you think is okay? What isn't okay? She has a boyfriend. He's clean. They've been there. Can we just have a boy? Like, so I've been getting a lot of like navigating what people think is okay and not okay. 
And then you have exes who have totally different points of view. So it's a bit of a mess. It's definitely a mess. How do we handle like family members who see things on a different um, level than us? Because personally for me, um, you know, I know I have some family members who we aren't living with who see things differently and want to come visit the baby and that kind of thing. And we feel like we need to stay quarantined. And Mm. those are really difficult conversations to have. And Mm -hmm. I've found uh, my relationships changing because they are such difficult conversations to have. And, mm. and I found myself kind of wimping out in my honesty of mm. what, how I truly think others are handling this situation. Here's my real advice on this one. Do not lay your point of view on other people ever. Who cares about laying your point of view on someone else? Really, it's not your job. Your mo- I don't care. Not even your mom. Not even, I don't care. The, man, the thing you're managing is telling the truth about where you are, right? Here's where I am. Here's where I totally am. Here's what I think of it. Here's why I don't want you to try to change my mind, right? Like there's nothing to do. This is like where I am. And I would love you to honor that I'm extra paranoid or I'm doing it this way. I would love you to honor that. And I promise I will hold my Like, I understand we're doing it differently. You tell me yours and I will honor yours. We can have different points of view completely, love each other and see at the, you know, see at the gate or see you next week, right? Like depending on your differences. We are really lucky that we've got um, wonderful young listeners of this podcast as well. And what do you have to say as a life coach to, you know, these younger kids who are, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, or, you know, whether they were supposed to be starting college or supposed Mm -hmm. to be entering a new career. And now everything is on hold, especially when it comes to talking about dreams. Um, Mm. And I I think it's easier to talk about a pivot when you're older. I think it's easier to wrap your head around it. But I feel like Mm. that's what's so beautiful about being in your late teens and early 20s. You just kind of like fucking go for it. You know, you see what you want and you're like, that's what I want. And I'm going for it. But how do you kind of, what is your advice to talk them through this huge global pivot, essentially, um, during a time that they've been looking forward to for their whole life so far? Yeah. Sorry, shit happens. And it ain't ever going to be the same again. And this ain't cool. Right? This is, re- this is real change. Right? This is real. I don't, I don't even know how universities are going to make it. Right? Like, and I don't mean they're all got like, this is, this is it. There's an it here that we're just watching starting to unfold. And, you know, commercial real estate's going to get hit. Like things are going to get hit that aren't going to grow back. So real. Right. So there, you know, so, and I have a 17 year old, um, who's having a ball. Right. So in regards to she, right. So she's just getting classed on, you know, she's checking her little boxes and has, you know, three, three fourths more time to herself. Now kids need to fix it for themselves and be careful with their families. That's, that's really it. So they, they need to go negotiate with their parents and their whole lives just got put on slow and they're going to be talking about it for years. So I don't, I don't know the answer to that one. Right. I just know, you know, they, they have a real transition they're in and it's freaky interesting. Seems like the first step to that is just simply having a conversation with the teen 
and just kind of saying, hey, I acknowledge as the parent or as an, an authority figure that this is unprecedented. This is something, you know, you you there is no rule book. And so we're going to have to figure this out as we go. And maybe right. even just acknowledging that is something that they need, you know, so that they're aware that we know that it's not normal. I mean, my I just think individuals are so different. Right. So my daughter, you know, was a little like loved working, didn't love school, loved to work and was working two different jobs that she loved. And now she both those jobs were in the kind of service industry and they're gone. Right. And so then she figured out two new things to do. Right. That are all digital and she can get them done and she's going to market like she's she's being she pivoted. The bottom line is she really did pivot. Because she wants her money and she wants her, she wants to be, she's a grower, right? And so kids are, she, she was very resilient, right? So it needs to turn into actions that parents, kids are talking about and really following up on. This one family, you know, she's so guilty that they're fine. And she wanted to know what she could do right now. And I was like, why don't you get your whole, like your family together and pick like uh, what you're going to do for charity? Like, what are you going to do that you could measure? And they really started to figure out that they wanted to help a few families for a long time. You know what I mean? Like those kids. The, like, and it was like, now that moving. So there's so many things families need to, like, I don't care if you just get good at Monopoly with your kids, right? You are, things have changed. Yeah, I think it's just the concern of like, I mean, for instance, a kid who was going to, uh, on a college scholarship for athletics, you know, who knows what that's going to look like. It's families that have lost everything and don't know how they're going to pay for their kids' schooling or their mm-hmm. meals. I mean, obviously, there are various varying degrees of what people are experiencing right now during this pandemic. But especially yeah. for the younger generation, um, what I look back and just love so much, and I think what I'm starting to try to figure out how to do in my 30s, is what I loved about when I was younger is just my ability to dream. And I didn't have fear when I was putting myself out there. I went for it. And it's like, it's this weird, bizarre learned thing in adulthood. I'm realizing that all of a sudden I have so much fear to share my ideas. And so, and I've got two teenagers in the house. Um, I have two uh, teenage stepdaughters. And so it's hard to want to motivate them and like dream of all these things that can be happening for them, you know, in what it's going to look like in a year or two when as the adult in the situation, I don't have that clear cut answer where, you know, a year ago I could give them an idea of experience or read an article, but this is something that feels like so not navigated. The the question of what would you want in your career dream? Like, what do you, it's still about what you love the most, right? What do you love? What, you know, what are you obsessed with? What would you love to build a career in? There's nothing that's happening right now that's going to stop an 18-year-old to 25, 23-year-old from figuring, thinking the whole world's ahead of them. They're not, they're not, everyone thinks college is coming back and lives are coming back. They just do. Right now, if you go, the kid underneath that, like, was never dreaming of college, right? The field just got leveled. Like, a lot just got leveled in, in ways that, people are more, you're just going to have to be scrappy. 
everyone who's 19 deserves to be scrappy. And you're either going to be like trying to get it right and follow some norm. Like I never, like I didn't follow the norm. So I've been building something and just, so that's what I teach. Dreaming and entrepreneurs and renegades that don't want to follow rules. I think this season is birthing a lot more need for that to be what comes next from all those kids. Make sense, right? Yeah. It's, It's forcing creativity and new ways and the world has changed and that's, and it's their new world. And we're and all you just and I trying might, to wrap our brains around it right now too. And they, they're digital, right? My kid is digital. Like the, the concept of like, what are you doing on a screen? Right. Which is such a, I'm 50. So that makes perfect sense to me. Right. But my kid's like, huh? Right. Like what, what, like what life without a screen? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, you're so cute, mommy. Right. And so, so the whole business world is going on a screen, right? You don't even have to, right? So the whole world's changing and it makes more sense to them than it does to us, in my opinion. That's a really interesting take, how it makes more, more sense to them because they're just so used to a digital world. Yeah. I mean, my kid, my kid has, my 11 year old does all her little dance moves on TikTok. I'm like, I have no idea what she's doing on TikTok. Like, I still can't figure out how to edit it. (laughs) My girl's got more followers than me, right? Like, (laughs) and she's not trying, right? It's it's like, and so anyway, I just think it's folding in, in ways that we could, just want to listen to right so i would just ask what how does this change your opinion about college does this change your opinion about what you want to do next does it change your opinion about the world like we're just going to learn from them kind of here on out in ways that are cool what can we do to learn more about our inner dialogue with ourselves um besides obviously reading your book what can we do that's you know during this time that's for ourselves a little bit. I'm sure there's when a better I, way to word that, but <laughs> I, my favorite, like one of the greatest, like I, I do from, I, okay. I go to Burning Man and at Burning Man, I do 30 minute coaching, free coaching sessions the entire time I'm at Burning Man. Okay. And I've been going for 10 years, not this year. It's an example. Okay. So, but I do 30 minute coaching sessions. And then I've been doing them for 10 years. So people come back every year, right? And, and I've been blown away that I can change a person's life with the one promise. Right now, we could all go around. And what's the one promise that if you don't want to do, mm-mm, I don't want to make that one. But you know, if you did that one, it would rock your world. Like it would change your life. You know it. You know which one it is, right? Like you're like, don't make me write every day for an hour. Don't make me have sex three times a week with my husband, right? Yes, that would help our marriage a lot, right? Like don't make me meditate, right? So mine was meditate twice a day, right? Or, right, so there, there's the one you don't want to do that if you did it, you know it would have domino effect. So if I, when I sit someone down and I only have a very short time, I go, what area are you suffering in? Come on, give me something you're suffering in. And then one promise 
that, that you really think could move the needle and you're scared to do it. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like really powerful. I mean, I think my answer would be different in January than it is right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that like, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around because uh, January would have been much more uh, like a larger dream, a bigger thing. And right now it's more day to day. Um, but yeah, that's really fascinating because I'm trying to think for quarantine edition of this, yeah. my my answer to that would be more time for myself because we have a brand new baby and we're in the house quarantined with the baby. And that has proven <laughs> extremely difficult. And as much as I love this podcast, I don't think this counts as time for myself because, you know, mm-hmm. it's it I want something where my brain is turned off. And so... Yeah. Now that we're having this conversation, I'm thinking, oh, that is definitely something I want to try to do more of and speaking up for myself and asking for that time, which sounds so basic, but it really is difficult right now. Well, the problem when you're a first time mom is that you, you want to get an A and then moms go, I have a bad, like I may, I call us names all the time. So don't ever get offended. I call myself names all the time, but there really is like the first time you're a mom, you go straight into watch martyr dumb. <laughs> right. Very true. Right. Martyr dumb. Right. Um, and you start thinking that to be a great mom looks like, like some version of overgiving over, uh, like, you know, so there, there's this way you could be that even asking for help or, you know, needing two hours to yourself is so selfish, right? Or like, you know, yeah, and it seems like it, it for there are days when it feels like that's really selfish to ask for an hour of just me time. Yeah, absolutely. Hun, there, I spoke to your baby and we had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And is it a she or a he? She. <laughs> She told, she told me that she can't think of anything more important than her mommy being happy and relaxed and feeling good and that she should do everything she needs to do because I'm great. I'm just going to cry, eat and poop and sleep. I'm cool. How selfless of her. You look a little, you, you, you have, you need to, you need some good, some beauty rest. You, You have a list. I personally am taking care of, right? So Anyway, you're, you're falling into the martyrdom first mother, like you don't understand how much you're, you know, get the oxygen on your face first. Mm-hmm. No, totally. I hear what you, I hear what you're saying. And to- your, your man is, is going to be extra sorry if you're extra ragged, right? So everyone needs mommy happy, really. It makes the marriage, everything much better if you're happy. It's very true. I needed to hear this. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Well, speaking of making mommy happy, I got to ask one last question because you said you've been going to Burning Man for 10 years. What inspired you to go for the first time 10 years ago? So I was coaching, watch this. I was coaching a awesome professor who started the Center for Social Innovation at Stanford Business School. And his name is Jim Phil. He's now at Apple. Anyway, he built it. And um, I said to him, like, I wanted to do my method with him. And in my method, you have to send me all your um, lies, haunting memories. Like, it's all your secrets, basically. 
And he said, I will only work with you if you come to Burning Man. And I said, what's Burning Man? Right. And then he was doing a film, a doc where he was like, I'll even pay your way. You just have to, you right. I'll pay your way. You'll come and I'll house like you're good. And I go downstairs. I have three children and one that I just had recently. Right. And she was like a year or so change. Right. And, um, I asked David, I'm like, David, can I like, can I go away for a week to a thing called burning man? And now my husband's an artist, right? So he looked at me and he's like, fuck you. What do you mean? Right. It's on my bucket list. And I'm like, don't worry. You don't have to pay for me. Right. Like it's no charge. And he's like, and so I went the first year and then I sent him without me so he could go have a ball the second year. And then we've been going and then I started my own camp, right? I started a camp because, and then I even coached the board at Burning Man because I needed to know if they were the real deal. Like what's like, I needed to understand that thing. Okay, Candace had one question, and I have my final question for you. Because you are an avid Vampire Diaries fan, are you Team Damon or Team Stefan? Oh, I'm a Damon guy. (laughs) I thought that would be your answer. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hurry, hurry. I'll, I'll kill the other one. (laughs) Lauren, we've so enjoyed talking to you thank you so much for joining us and having a real honest conversation about what life is like now during covid and we are so grateful to have your wisdom um thank you very much for having me thank you guys for everything you you do you guys are i'm thrilled i feel your hearts completely really 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 yeah well, we love you. This has been so exciting and we're just so grateful. Thanks for coming on okay. with us. All right. I know that it isn't alone time that we get when we are doing these podcasts, but I do love seeing your face and your face, Melissa. We've got our producer, Melissa Montz, in on all of our Zoom calls. And it's so fun to sit down with our guests. And we've been really aware of wanting to have um, lighter episodes that are just kind of talking with people about like their careers. So it's not every single episode is all about our experience during COVID. Um, but we also wanted to be open to the realities of what we are experiencing right now. So it was great to be able to sit down with Lauren, especially as a life coach and to hear just how she's living her life right now and how, what her and her family are doing and just how it's changed her perspective and view on you know, even just the topics in which what she's talking to clients more about right now. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just another example of how everyone's lives are so different and we're each taking it step by step, day by day and doing our best. And um, I always love seeing your guys' smiling faces too. It makes my day. And I think Melissa has just like a hundred out of a hundred smile. Her like, <laughs> look at her. You guys, um, if you haven't followed our producer, Melissa Montz on socials, you should definitely do that because she's the best. And um, we thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Directionally Challenged. We love you lots. And remember, we're here for you and we're all in this together. God, the second I like speak, I'm like, oh God, I don't know. Do you want to, <laughs> can you, can you finish it better than that? I'm sure you can. I think we should keep all of this in. I think oh, it's God, great. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you got to face your fears. Stop lying to yourself.
No, I love where I feel okay. it. I feel it on such a deep level of the fact that that is what I that is what I'm telling myself every day. I'm like, I got this. We're all in this together. I'm just gonna go watch some more Real Housewives on Bravo and well, and just I mean it when I say it. it. But I then I hear it and I cringe. Oh God, it's great. You know what? Fuck it. We are all in this together, Kayla. Y'all, we need that positivity. And I hope you needed this episode today. We love you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We'll have an all new episode of Directionally Challenged waiting for you next week. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.